Welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. Today, I want to talk to you about living in paradox. It came to me, I was out on a walk, I finally got outside and I meditated, I'm walking and I was feeling a lot of feelings. Uh, It is a big transition for me right now. So my girlfriend of six and a half years and I have decided to part ways. There's, you know, as always, there's a lot involved, but we still love each other and this has been a very loving, supportive process where we both want the best for each of us. So I have feelings of like excitement for what's to come, relief about certain things, but also huge, huge sadness, lots of grieving, lots of thinking about what I'm really going to miss, which is a lot. And it's, it's strange to be in all of those feelings at once. And I don't think I used to allow all of those feelings to exist before. I remember um, something similar. It, it when I think back, because before this relationship, I was married for just under seven years, and um, and we had the most amazing wedding. It was gorgeous. Like we had a huge wedding party of people that we loved. And their dresses or suits or whatever they were wearing made a rainbow. So there was two people for every color. And the photos we have from that are incredible. Having that, it was, it was, it took place at where we both grew up, a camp. And so it was a really, really special place to us. And all of the people we loved were there. So I have these incredible memories from that night. And that marriage failed. It didn't, it didn't work. It ended. I don't know, however you want to describe it. And there's a lot of pain wrapped up in the, the memories of that marriage as well. And so it's like, well, what, what is that day to me anymore? Like, is that one of my happiest memories? Or is it one of my most hurtful memories? <laughs> And it's like, no, it is. It can still be one of my happiest memories, even though that marriage didn't work out, even though I have a lot of pain associated with that relationship, there's still joy. There's still good moments. Like we can hold all of that. We can live in that paradox. We don't have to commit to one side and then ignore the other side. We see this in politics too, which I'm not going to go into right now. Don't worry. <laughs> but. So today I want to explore how do we live in this paradox? How do we feel opposing feelings at the same time? How do we accept who we are right now and where we are right now and want more for our life? How do we find gratitude even in the hardest situations, in the moment, knowing that that's what's going to bring even bigger, better things for us. So the first thing is we have to recognize that black and white thinking keeps us stuck. 
And I see this so much. I see it in family. I see it in friends. I see it in myself. I see it in my clients. We get stuck, and it might not be everything in your life. You might have this in one area of your life and not even realize it. So where are you making these blanket statements where if you kind of stepped back from the black or the white and you lived in the gray, not only would you be happier, but you would be more successful? Here's some examples I was thinking of on my walk. People who say, I am not a morning person, right? And they're talking, let's say they're wanting to like work out in the morning because they hear what everyone says, that you feel so much more productive in your day and it sets, your, it sets the energy right and, and all of those good things, right? So when you say, I'm not a morning person, you're working against yourself. You're setting yourself up for self-sabotage because you're telling your subconscious that you are not a morning person. And that is a belief that it's going to fight tooth and nail to hold true. But if you just add one little word, yet, at the end of that, you open it up. So I'm not a morning person yet. These language shifts are huge. And once you start paying attention to it, you'll hear it not only in yourself, but also in the people around you. I'm constantly helping people rephrase what they're saying. Maybe it's annoying. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. So another thing I um, I was talking to one of my coaches the other day, and she was saying, oh, I'm such a perfectionist. And I just gently helped her rephrase. And I said, no, you want to say I'm currently a perfectionist, but I'm working on it. Or I have perfectionist tendencies, right? That's not a black and white statement. That leaves it open for other possibilities. We want to live in the gray. Or maybe if you don't like black, white, and gray and you like colors like me, then we live in the purple, right? It's not just blue. It's not just red. It's very beautiful shades of purple. All the shades of purple. I want to take a break from the episode to tell you about ways that you can work more with me. So I run accountability groups every month. And if you're listening to this as it's airing, that means the new year is coming up. And I've got the biggest group that we run all year, of course, because January energy. I mean, science has proven that when we start something at an anniversary date or like a new year, that it's a good that is a good time to start things because your your brain is ready for the change. But you do need to make sure that you have the support to be able to continue with it. You don't want to be starting something and then phasing out. When you do this with a group, you've got the group to keep you accountable. So in my group, we're all, most of us are doing the same workout program, but we'll find the one that works out for you. If you can't work out, that's okay too. You can still be part of the group because there's meditation work or there's nutrition work. How is your nutrition? How are you feeling with what you're eating? Like, do you know how to balance your macronutrients? Do you know how to fuel your body for your goals? Is your goal to lose weight? Is your goal to strength train? Is your goal to gain weight? Okay. All of those things are different. So let's work together. Let's figure out the plan that's going to work for you and plug you into an amazing community that's going to support you and hold you in your goals. All right, back to the episode. So on my walk, I was like thinking, okay, what other, what other paradoxes do I have in my life? Also, I was thinking, what is the plural of paradox? Is it paradoxes? I don't know. Also, another random thought. <laughs> As I was thinking about this and thinking, oh man, I should, I should do a podcast episode on this. Uh, a hummingbird 
which is my sign from the universe, is suddenly in front of me. And I'm by like a pine tree, which I didn't know that hummingbirds like pine trees, right? And it and it stays in front of me for quite a while. And I just I just sit in awe and watch it and think, wow, you just showed up for me in this moment. Like that is proof to me that I need to follow this little hit, this intuition, that this is what I need to talk about right now. And it just, it made me tear up. It filled me with joy and because hummingbird is my sign. And so I came directly home from that hike and I'm recording this episode for you right now. All right. So what other paradoxes have I discovered? So for me and for a lot of people that I work with, it's being able to live in this truth. I take care of myself and sometimes I mess up, right? Sometimes life gets in the way. Sometimes I get in my own way. Sometimes I make the best of plans and it doesn't happen. I had intentions. Well, well, let's use this podcast. I often have the intention that I'm going to record a podcast on a certain weekend or a certain day and, and it doesn't happen, right? We have to be able to accept that in ourselves and know that it doesn't make us any less of a podcaster, any less of a person who works out, any less of an amazing mom. Whatever it is for you, it doesn't make you any less, right? There's room for that. Also, I hold boundaries for myself and I care for my loved ones. I'm going to say that one one more time. I hold boundaries for myself and I care for my loved ones. I think too often, especially us as moms, we get lost in the second part of that. I care for my loved ones. And we let it hijack our non-negotiables. We let it high, <laughs> I guess then they're not quite non-negotiables, right? They, we let it get in the way. We're like, we have to take care of everyone else first and, and just ignore those boundaries. And that's not true. Our loved ones will respect our boundaries. It is possible to hold boundaries and care for other people. And right along with that, I have non-negotiables for caring for my health and I'm a good mom. I have, or maybe for you, it's I have non-negotiables for coaching or for caring for my health and I'm a good partner. Like we can be both, both and, both and. I make a plan for my week and I'm flexible to change course when needed. Build it into your plan. Build that flexibility in. Because if we say, this is my plan, and if I don't make any part, if there's one part of it I don't make, then I failed. We are not setting ourselves up for success. We need to be able to be achieving and be proud of ourselves no matter what we get done towards our plan. And you might say, like, there's a lot in society that says, no, like, that's just like letting yourself take the easy way. That's letting yourself be lazy. No, we know that's not true. We know we're not doing this from laziness. If you think you're lazy, let's have a talk. Let's dig under that because probably there's a limiting belief that you are hiding behind the I'm lazy to protect yourself from. Dig deeper. So we can have both of we can have both and we can have all of these things. I mean, even just take your health journey. I eat healthy to feel good and I have a drink with friends. I go out for karaoke or I order that chocolate chip pizookie at BJ's. Anyone else love the pizookies? Oh my gosh. My favorite. <laughs> and I'm a health coach and I, you know, like I pay attention to what I eat because I know how it makes me feel. 
And I can still make those choices to have things that maybe don't make me feel so well. And that doesn't make me less of a healthy person. Okay. Both and. Life cannot be all or nothing. That's not realistic. We have to live in the ish. I'm healthy-ish. And I'm okay with that. And it's not letting myself down. It's caring for myself. And this isn't like, that doesn't mean like I'm going to go out drinking every night. I'm going to have dessert every day. I'm going to eat the chips whenever I feel like it. Like that's not being loving to myself because I'm going to feel like crap. I know this. So it's just about being aware and making feeling good the goal. And sometimes that means getting the bazooki. And sometimes that means sticking to the plan. Heck, sometimes I really stick to the plan, like really strictly to prove to myself that I can do what I want to do, that I can do what I set my mind to. This week, when I used to drink coffee, I would like go for two or three weeks with no coffee to prove to myself I could do that or no sugar, right? But for most of the year, I don't want to be totally no sugar because there's a lot of things I have sugar that I like and that's okay. Build flexibility into your goals and your plans. And then the key here is celebrate every little win. I was just talking to one of my clients and she was, I was like, how, how is your week going? She's like, not good. I've only gotten a couple half workouts in. I haven't been logging my shakes or my water. And I'm realizing that I'm letting like my family's needs hijack my plans. And I was like, let me help you reframe that. You got in some half workouts. High five. Way to go. Celebrate those. You drink your shakes and your water. Way to go. You didn't get to logging? That's okay. We'll work on it for next week, right? And you are recognizing when you are letting others hijack your plans. Like that's huge. Awareness? Awareness is something to celebrate. When you start to notice things like that, you need to give yourself a high five. And I mean, do the Mel Robbins thing. Go look at yourself in the mirror and give yourself a high five because that's huge. We have to celebrate those little things. So in all of these situations where we're holding two truths as true, right, and not making one wrong, uh, we also need to make sure that we're not judging things as good or bad. Because, I mean, if we're honest with ourselves, think back. You can think back to something in your life that at the moment you thought was bad and now since then you've realized was actually really good. I mean, I've already told you about a couple of those things in my life (laughs) in this episode, right? So we need to try to refrain from from that. So like oftentimes when something goes bad, like the other day, I got a nail on my tire in a place where I knew they couldn't fix it and I was going to have to pay for new tires. And instead of being like, oh, this is such bad luck, right? And keeping my focus there, I just thought, I don't know why this is happening, but it is and I can handle it. Okay. What's my next step? And staying out of that judgment zone. And there's a really great story that I like to tell that, well, to myself, really, to help to remember this. So there was a farmer and um, he, he has a son and he has a horse and the horse runs away. And his neighbors say, oh, that's bad luck. And the farmer says, I don't know. We'll see. And the next day, the horse comes back with a bunch of wild horses. So suddenly the farmer has many horses and the neighbors say, ooh, what good luck. And the farmer says, I don't know. We'll see. 
The next day, his son is training one of those wild horses, and the horse um, moves in a way that knocks the farmer's son down, and he breaks his leg. And the neighbors say, ooh, that's bad luck. And the farmer says, I don't know. We'll see. And the next day, the army comes through, and they gather all eligible young men to fight. And they don't take the farmer's son because his leg is broken. And the neighbors say, ooh, that's good luck. And the farmer says, I don't know. We'll see. So I'm going to leave you with that story today. We don't know. We'll see. Just think right now, right now, how can I feel about this? What can I be grateful for? What's my next step? Stay present, stay focused, and stay focused on what you want to manifest in your life. All right, friends, that is what I have for you today. Keep living in the paradox. Allow for multiple truths. Don't live in the black and white. Keep it gray, or if you prefer, keep it purple, not just red and blue. And look for those signs in your life that show that you are headed in the right direction. Gabby Bernstein calls it driftwood. For me, it's my hummingbird or other moments of synchronicity. They're there if you look for them. Mel Robbins says, look for the hearts, right? So, so many great teachers see the same, the same lesson. So why not start, right? What are, look for what's right in your, in your world. Look for what can be true at the same time as what seems opposite. I hope you have a fabulous week. If you found anything helpful in this episode, I hope that you share it with your friends and your family. Maybe take a screenshot, shout me out in your stories, and uh, tag me, and I will shout you out in mine. On Instagram, I am at Lisbeth underscore Koning. I hope to connect with you there, and have a great week.